In today's episode, James and I get real about what it takes to grow a successful company by focusing on serving the people around you, all of them, in the best way you possibly can. Incidentally, James is probably the number one reason this entire podcast and the Do Zone movement even exists at all. He is one inspiring and amazing dude. Have a listen. By the way, this is his first podcast ever, but you wouldn't know it by listening to him. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the Do Zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. What we've been through was not inevitable, and where we go from here is not inevitable. Thomas Dobbs, DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out thedozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, and a bunch of really cool human beings looking to get more stuff done. Once again, that's thedozone.com. Today's guest, uh, you're in for a real treat. This is Mr. James Wilson. James owns multiple businesses, including a service company, and he also offers coaching to service companies. And he wants to help people become the best version of who they are, make sure they're happy, and make sure they're growing every day. And we're going to dive into why James is so special to this particular podcast in a little bit. But James, I want to turn it over to you. Uh, say hello to the DZ tribe and tell me something you believe that is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Josh. Man, this is great. I uh, I can't tell you how much uh, I value our time together and what a professional that you've been and uh, what a leader you are. And I'll tell you, I just want to thank everybody out there listening today because uh, we're going to have a great time uh, really trying to hash some things out to make people better. So uh, I just really want you to know, uh, everybody listening out there, if there's anything we can do, let us know, because the do zone's all about getting it done. <laughs> That's right. Well, I appreciate that, James. And, and what do you think is something that uh, is the key to really getting that stuff done that most people wouldn't think of? For me, the biggest thing that I stress to any one of my teams daily uh, we had a conversation about it today. Uh, communication is the only way you're going to get things done more rapidly than you would uh, just in a standard day. Uh, you can always deviate tasks. You can move things back and forth. Uh, for me, the approach of making sure that the lines of communication are always open all the way around, whether it be with someone that does job A, B, C, uh, they're going to have to have things that they're going to need to talk to either a management level person or even on up to, uh, it's great that you can delegate tasks, but when everyone is in communication, you can always win. Uh, one of the things that I love to say is communication is equal to compensation. Hmm. So man, when I'm doing a training and I'm working with my sales teams, one of the big things we push is, Hey, you are either going to make as much money as you talk to that customer about with anything. It's not just the offer. It's the ability for you to make sure they're understanding exactly what you're giving. For me, lack of communication equals a lack of compensation. And then on the other side, it's the same thing. The more you over communicate, the better. You don't want to stick your foot in your mouth, 
but you want to make sure you're laying your plan out for everybody so they understand how you're going to win together. To me, you're failing if the person that you're in that direct conversation with doesn't understand that you're laying out a, a really a roadmap for both of you to get to what you want to be successful. Yeah, well said. You know, I uh, I spent some time in therapy and uh, I I was adamant about because there's there's another layer of depth to what you just said. First of all, I 100% agree with you. But there's another layer of depth to that because I was in therapy and and I think I think a lot of us have been in this situation. If you've if you've ever had a conflict with a spouse or a significant other, you know, like I'm a really good communicator. You don't communicate very good. You got to communicate. It's got to be clear. You got to communicate. Got to tell me all the things. Yep. And 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 that's true to an extent, but my, this this therapist, I was I was just off on a tangent about like, you just don't communicate well enough. And he stopped me and he said, "Listen, communication is messy. If you want to form a strong relationship, communication isn't by itself going to form a strong relationship. What's going to form a strong relationship is, do you care about this other person?" Are yes. you putting their needs first? Are you understanding the big mission or the big vision of this relationship that you have? And I, and I think some of that can kind of translate to what you're saying. That communication is essential. It's, there's got to be a back and forth, but you have to accept to a certain extent that's going to be a little bit messy. And people aren't always going to talk to you the way you want to be talked to and vice versa. So when that doesn't when that's not enough, then you got to have that communication. But what you really have to have behind it is compassion. Oh, you're, you're all over it. And the big thing is core values matter more than everything. I'll hire and fire everyone on my team daily based on core values. Uh, we don't have to worry about that on the team nearly as much because we weed a lot of that out. But uh, our four E's are I'm always early. I'm always efficient. I'm always ethical. And I'm always exceptional. And you're breaking those things down, uh, but especially in a personal conversation. And when you're trying to attach that relationship, like you mentioned, Josh, the thing is, it's always going to be more than just saying the words uh, because there's a bond there that you have to have. But with being exceptional and ethical and being early and making sure that, uh, you know, you are there for your internal customers and your external customers that builds a rapport that you can't beat. Uh, to me, you have the things inside you that allow you to have that talk with them and then just understand everything's going to be okay. No matter which way you're pulled, no matter which way you're having. It's funny. I've, I've, I saw something recently. Uh, it was a Facebook post in one of the groups that I'm in that someone mentioned, I think it was something about something you do that's just a sneaky tactic to get people to buy from you. Well, that's losing. Mm-hmm. You're already at the bottom I mean, if we're having a result and resort to those things and you're not seeing any wins and that's why if you've got the right values and the right people, it's easy to get that communication right, man. I feel like for me, uh, it's, it's just more about making sure everybody's on the same page and you're giving them what they need. But really, if they got the right mindset and they're the right person, they're going to get those things right off the get. Yeah. You know, I, I was actually, I was at a conference recently and having a conversation with a, a gentleman that I had, I had put into program. It was a, it was an expensive program. And, and he came up to me and he was so happy. 
And, and he was just this really energetic, positive guy. And he walks up to me and he's like, Josh, man, dude, you were a beast when you closed me on the phone, man. I loved it. You know? And, and he was just like singing all these praises. I'm like, well, that's cool, man. I didn't expect that. Like, look, all I did was I told you the truth and, and you resonated with that. And he said, no, that's what I appreciate about it. You know, you've got all these skills and everything, but, but you were just telling me like it is. You were just being the person that I would want to do business with. Right. And you know what? That's that's funny, because if you think about it, I mean, what have you done? You've built something with him where, you know, you're going to get referrals. from Yeah. And in any conversation, you got rules too. Uh, the refs out there, refs enforce the rules. The ref is the referral. If you did things the right way and you played by the rules and this guy wants to keep playing the game, he's going to sit there. And he's going to tell everybody. Yeah. And that's what makes you win. That's why you don't lose with customer service and doing things the right way. That's why you don't lose when you got the right ability to communicate. So, so you've built multiple businesses, James, and I know that you, you follow your, your four E's of your core values. Uh, but, but talk to us a little bit about, uh, because I know that several of these businesses are very successful and they're growing exponentially right now, which is awesome. But, but talk to us, how, how do you grow a brand? Let's let's say somebody's listening right now and and they've got this idea in their incubator. How do they take that and, and explode it out? Let's let's take your service business for for instance, because I know that's growing really fast. Talk to me a little bit about that and and give us a story of of how we take that brand from the little baby and turn it into this big monster that it is now. I will say I'm very proud of this. Uh, for a long time, very long time, I worked with companies. I was a manufacturer's rep for a while. Uh, I was in marketing. I actually was a VP of a software company for a while. Uh, so I've got, I got a mixed bag of things that all have come together, but uh, initially from working in marketing and then with my role of rolling into being a manufacturer's rep, my job was essentially to teach people how to run a better service company. And the reality is for these people, they just don't they're usually good at whatever their trade is, whether it be uh, roofing or whether it be cutting hair, whether it be, doing uh, heating and air conditioning. It doesn't matter which one of those things it is. They're all service business. And if you're not giving the best customer service in that service business, then you're losing. Hmm. You can't build a brand without having that one rock in place that you're going to push customer service more than anything else. So my first step is if you're starting a business, you have to go ahead and realize what level of customer service you're going to actually give people. Because if you don't do that, you're already setting yourself up for failure. And if you haven't done that yet and you're listening today, stop what you're doing tomorrow morning, reevaluate where you're at and figure out what you can do to make sure that when someone thinks about you in your area, you're giving the best customer service possible. Give us some just quick tips on how how can we elevate our level of customer service? Just kind of quick hit tips on that. Definitely. So it goes back to communication again, one if I know that I'm going to go see Josh today, am I going to sit there and not make contact with you? If I know that I've got a time, let's just say for my electrical business, I teach this for my guys from start to finish. We go from everything from when the first call comes in from the customer to their stop at the phone call where they have to call the customer when they're driving to going and going through the door setting the agenda, working through everything with the customer, getting the clothes. We have to work through everything. It's sales training. But what gets missed in a lot of that, and a lot of times it doesn't come through, is that service aspect when you're starting with that first phone call. So for me, 
my my actual inbound uh, call team takes the calls in. They work with the customer to make sure they're setting up everything. Reaffirm with the customer. Let them know that you care. When you're asking them back questions like, uh, so your name's Josh Thomas, right? Yes, it is. I got my first, yeah, I'm already winning. Josh loves me, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's how we're progressing, right? So the reality of it is, how do I get them for just that first, hi, I'm Josh Thomas. Josh, right? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. That is amazing. I love talking to people. And the people that work on every one of my teams, they love talking to people. And if they don't, I'll teach them how to love it. And if they can't learn how to love it, then they're going to have to find something else to do. Yeah. Got it. I'm, yeah. It that matters so much, man. And that, that first impression is everything because uh, I, that reminds me, as you were saying that uh, I was, I was looking for a place to, to host a dinner and I was going to bring some pretty serious business to some restaurant. And there was this one place that I really wanted to go. It looked unique and cool. Right. And I called it up and somebody answered and it was just some like curmudgeon old man, you know, hello. And like, uh, is this so-and-so restaurant? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, hey, look, man, um, I need to bring in 12 people uh, for XYZ time. Uh, can you, can you accommodate us? Uh, no, look, you gotta, you gotta call back. You gotta go and do it online. You know, you gotta go and do it online. You can't, you can't, you can't do it over the phone, you know? And I'm like, you mean, I can, you can't just like, can you just write me down? And like, I don't, I don't, I don't have access to the whatever. And oh, yeah, yeah. Go online and yeah, sign up online. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And I just went to the next place because like, look, dude, 12 people. This is an expensive restaurant. This is going to be, it was going to be a thousand dollar ticket. Right. You know, and it's a restaurant and I know those, those guys need money. I'm not trying to say like, I'm high rolling, you know, I'm not trying to say like, Hey, you got to treat me like, like gold or something, but yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll pencil you in. If you got, if you get a chance, go in and do it online for me. Or in fact, tell, give me one second. What's your name? I'll put it in there for you. You know, like how, how easy would it have been to, to just be like, well, normally we do it online, but I'll tell you what, just tell me your name and email and, and I'll hold the spot for you. And, and on, and on top of that, I'll be here to personally greet you when you come in. Like what else could you do in that situation to let somebody know that you care about them? Oh, you have to take the next, you have to take the extra step. People get stuck and they hit this wall and they just think it's just good enough. This is just where I need to be. This is just good enough. And what happens is they're failing themselves, but they're failing their brand. When we were talking about that brand earlier, do you want to go back? And I know we're talking about Restaurant X right now, but let's talk about Restaurant X. Let's see where this guy just completely dropped the ball. Because you even gave him the opportunity to catch himself after he told you to go online and make it right. You're right. You can do anything. But when I always look back on that, I'll tell you now, it's not about being rich or being set up or having anything that's just making you better. Man, I pay way more money for better customer service. Are you kidding me? I will pay so much more money. I will give you whatever money. Man, my fiance gets so mad at me because she knows. She's like, yeah, he's knocked it. Just drag out sale. Just grab him. Knock him over. If you give him the best service, he's going to be so happy to do whatever you want him to do. He'll just be here. He'll give you all the money. We'll have a great time. And you know why? Because I could have went anywhere else and I could have got a similar experience, but I'm being treated like a winner. And I'm being treated like you want me to be there to give you that money. Mm. And that stuff should matter. 
America used to be this titan of industry. We used to be just the country that manufactured everything. We are now a service country. That's what we do. What makes my business better than Josh's business right now from that, if we do the same thing, is I'm going to give you better service. Mm-hmm. What makes him better than mine is he's given better service than I'm giving that. And that's it. That is essentially the nut in the shell. Yeah. There's nothing else that you can say besides I did everything in my power to make sure that this person understood that we were giving them the best value of everything we're doing. And I preach value. If you don't provide value to somebody, you are failing yourself. Do you want to get up every morning and say, man, I have no value? No, get up and win. And where did this where did this come from, James? I mean, I, I agree with you, but but usually when when you're when you're listening to somebody that's talking like that and somebody that's as passionate about one thing as you are, something happened. Something something drove that. What I, I guess you know it's funny. I've always kind of been like this. And a lot of it's probably my upbringing. My mom uh, made sure that, uh, man, I was brought up to believe you do the right thing. And I work harder than everybody else. That's the thing. It doesn't come easy. I know you and I always laugh. People say, hey, it must be nice, things like that. But we didn't just make it happen one day. It's taken years and years and years for me to do this. I mean, I just started my uh, service business last year. I finally took the step. It's nothing great. We started off with pretty much $2,600, me and my business partner, got everything set up. I turned $2,600 into $1.1 million in one year. I worked my ass off for it. I did everything possible. I made sure that every day, everybody that came in there was working theirs off for it. And you know what kills me? I should have made $2 million. I had it. It was there. It was lined up. But it all comes back to doing the right thing. A lot of times people want to take the easy route, man. And that's what kills me probably more than anything else is watching everybody want to go the easy way, whether it's working hard or something that's going to compromise their moral standard, things like that. But then for them, it's not even compromising their moral standard. What it is is they're the people that are compromising your moral standard and my moral standard. And there are people that are out there like that, man. You know what I'm saying. Tell me more about that. It's So when you – when when somebody else is compromising their moral standards, it's actually affecting you and me. What do, what do you mean by that? Do, tell me more. Again, they, their standards lower. Their standard is going to be lower than someone like mine and yours, man. And, and you know, I, I, we're friends and, and we see things very similar in a lot of things. But the reality is they're going to try and take advantage of people. They're going to let things drop down on people. They're not going to say the things that they said before were correct, and they're just going to try and pull the rug on somebody. Those are some sleazy tactics. They're not good. They leave nothing but a burn trail until you get burned up and you got to move on, or you burn up and you got to move on. Then you got to change industries because you burn up so many people. I mean, for real, you know, it's out there. It's out there every day. I'll tell you right now, I can, I'm, I could move in between four or five different industries, and you know what's not going to happen? My name's not ever going to get burnt up. Yeah. I'm not going to allow it to happen because I am a brand. People love me. It just is what it is because I'm always trying to make sure, like we were talking about, that core value of doing the right thing every day is there. Yeah. With that being said, you were just talking about making sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're really looking over how they're or these individuals, uh, them compromising their moral standard is what's bringing us down. All we can do is try and rise up. 
all we can do is go out and make sure the people around us that we're working with are doing these things. But if we're letting those people come into our lives, be toxic and bring us down, man, we're doing nothing but losing. Hmm. We might as well wrap it up. If they're not going to come in here with us every day, ready to go in and go do that battle, make sure that we're taking care of the customer, make sure we're doing things the right way. Then we've already lost, man. You want to hear a crazy story? Tell me a crazy story. I had this during the middle of this summer, during the biggest money season for my HVAC electrical plumbing side. Big time. We're killing it. We're killing it. I had to let go of an employee that was one of the best installers I had for the HVAC side. This is when we're rocking and rolling. This guy had such a toxic attitude. We could not keep him on. He started going out and doing things he should have done. I knew coming in, I said, man, this is the one time I'm going to really compromise myself and bring in someone that might not fit the culture of what I've built here. This guy, I wasn't getting hurt on money, nothing like that, really. It was all fine from that end. But the currency that he was burning up was my currency with my team. I mean, how am I, as a leader and someone that's going to set an example for everybody, going to stand by and let this guy talk so negatively about my company and my brand? So. For me, I had to pull the trigger. I mean, this was something, this is going to affect me drastically when I pull this trigger. I mean, we're talking anywhere from fifteen dollars to $20,000 a week I'm going to lose. And it happened. That's no small amount of money. I don't care who you are. It's just one of them things, right? That's That productivity slid down because of that. And, you know, I, I pulled the trigger. I said, it's not worth it for me to not make sure that the team understands that if you're not going to be all in with the culture, then you need to leave. You want me to tell you what's been more than that two and a half weeks, pretty much. I had to deal with about two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worth more than any of that money. Man, I got people on my team every day that walk up to the new guy and they say, hey, look, make sure you're in with the culture. We don't need any of that nonsense going on here. Hey, boss, culture's great. We're making sure everybody's doing their stuff. They're going to go through the four E's today. No problems. My guys will run through a wall for me because they know I'll get up and run through a wall for them. And we built that based on the culture, 100%. So in a way, you know, I, I used to run another podcast and, and uh, there was a guy named Jay Massey. I'll never forget this. It was years and years ago. But he said something to me that I will never forget. And you just made me think about it. And it was, it was one of those things that he said, uh, I, I had a podcast about, about failure and a, a successful entrepreneurs and they shared a failure story and the lessons they learned about it. it was called how to lose money. Right. And, uh, and so Jay says, I, and I asked him, I said, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that finds himself in your position? And he said, listen, you just paid full price for that lesson. Make sure you learn it and make sure you don't have to repeat the class. Right on. And, and it was just like, oh, wow, I need to get that etched in stone, man. It was so good. But right I was on. just thinking about, you know, you, it, let's, say, let's say it costs, you said $20,000 a week. Let's just say it costs you 50000 bucks to lose this guy. But you just paid full price for that lesson. Yeah. Uh, make sure you take that class. And, and, and that was an investment because what you actually did is you fortalized and then reinforced your relationship with your other employees. And then you reminded yourself, no core values matter. Culture matters. I just, thanks. 
you know, you had to cut a big check for that lesson, but you learned it. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And I'll, I'll tell you, that's uh, that brought me to another one. Uh, we had uh, a guy that worked for me uh, in the past, you know, uh, wasn't a bad guy, whatever. But he left me on without a notice mm. at the old position I was in. I was able to play mind tricks with myself and say, ah, oh, man, uh, I left there because the culture was bad. This guy's overworked. We had this going on. We couldn't get support. It's going to be different with me. He's coming. He's coming for me now. We're good. I got this. He's going <laughs> to love it here. We're going to rock and roll this thing. He's going to fulfill his potential. This guy wasn't coming into a big role or anything like that. But I was going to give him a shot, you know, back at something because I always saw potential in the guy. But you know what? He was a coward. He couldn't live up to his purpose. He did not want to do the extra to be better. And you know what? After that, I said the new we got we had some things going on, and uh, essentially he left. He wasn't very happy with some of the things I mentioned to him about how he was doing, and he pulled out and left. And you know what? For me, I can say this without a doubt of hesitation. I will never, ever hire anyone that had quit on me at another place. I will never let a quitter come back into the fold. We we have a real cause. You have to have a notice, and honestly, your kid had to have had to move or someone is having a life-threatening illness in your family. That needs to, that, those, those are the two because I'm sorry to be blunt about it like this, but, man, in the long and the short, they're quitters. Yeah. The only way to fail is to quit. Only way to fail is quit. We can't do that. That's why me and you were doing this. That's right. That's why we're in the do zone. That's right. You know hey, what speak, I mean? Speak, speaking of, let's let's. Uh, I I want to crack that big noggin open and okay. see how everything works in there. Let's let's get into the do zone diagnostic. You ready? Definitely. Awesome. So this is a series of five questions that I ask every guest so that we can see how your brain ticks, soak up all the knowledge that we can. Just rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind. Number one. What's one thing you do that keeps you focused on your goals? Man, it sounds silly. It's more of a, an ability for me to get ready for the day. I literally start every morning and I get myself ready for my job. I have my normal routine like everybody else. But I look in the mirror and I tell myself, man, you're going to crush it today. And I reaffirm that in myself because there are days where you just don't want to go out and crush it. There are days where you don't want to do it. For me, I have to make sure that I'm setting my own boundaries that morning because if I don't do that, then there's no way I'm going to attack any goal. You know, it's just going to leave me wide open. So once I set that up and I affirm that in myself, then what I do is I lay out where I'm at with my, with my immediate goals and then my 30-day uh, goals, and then I'm looking at what my 180-day and then five-year stuff is. And I lay that out usually over 15 minutes every morning. Nice. Yeah. And so, and so for those days, uh, this, this kind of leads into it. Those days that, that you don't crush, how do you get back on track when you lose that focus? This sounds a little bit crazy. And I think it's more the fact that I've tapped in, uh, to my mindset more to allow myself to see that I'm here for one purpose. Honestly, brother, I'm crushing it every day. The factors that are going on around me are what's stopping me. I'm in a zone right now where I'm crushing it every day, but I've been there. And especially uh, earlier this past year, I've seen some highs and lows, but if I did one of those days where I was at low, you know what I'd do? 
I'd stop, I'd go outside, I'd vent for a few minutes to myself, and I'd probably talk to one of my business partners about something that's going on. And I'd say, listen, we need to pull it up. We need to go to the whiteboard. And I would start a whiteboard session about what has happened and what we need to fix. That way I can get all my feelings out there, what my brain's thinking about the, the issue that I'm having at the time, and just say, hey, look, let's go ahead and figure out what it is. One of the things that I've got a skill that I've had for a really long time is if anybody wants to lay out their business, you know, contact me after this. If you want to talk to me about your business, what I can do is we'll do a, what the whiteboard sesh. And what I'll do is I'll listen to you. You can tell me exactly what it is that you do and I'll find out all your problems and we'll just start giving you solutions to how to fix them. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. My own personal whiteboard session to get all my thoughts out there. Usually I'm rocking and rolling. Yeah. Nice. And, and who is your support group and how do they keep you accountable? Oh, man, uh, business side, uh, David Strunk, my business partner, he uh, helps me a lot with uh, some of those things. I got another business partner uh, that uh, does a lot of stuff for my CBD distribution business. Um, emotional support side from my personal stuff. My fiance helps me with a lot of things. We've uh, been together on a We've been together for a long time and she's the person I probably trust more than anyone in the entire world. She usually lets me know when I'm right or wrong about something and she always supports me. That's probably the biggest thing. Literally I have, I might have a bad idea or a lot of things are going on and sometimes I might go too fast with talking it through with her, but uh, she'll always tell me to go ahead. Yeah. Great. That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's very great that uh, you got somebody that's always in your corner. So how do you, if you, if you're taking on something difficult, how do you approach uh, a difficult project that you're not really sure how to complete? Well, I, uh, I want to throw my hands up at it and walk away. Right. That's the right answer <laughs> for me. If I'm looking at something, if I'm looking down the barrel, at something that's going to be tough, man. I'll tell you, Josh, I, just, I want to lay out what, uh, what I'm actually going to receive from it and who it's going to benefit first. Is it worth me even taking this task on? Hmm. That's the, if I had to say anything now, that's probably what the biggest thing for my life is. Man. I'm moving so many things out of the, all those $10 tasks. You hear about things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm moving all that stuff out of my life. I mean, I think it sounds crazy, but I'm working on having a driver by the end of this year. I never would have thought about having something like that, man, but I'm so busy. I need somebody to take me from A to B so I can make sure I spend more time with my son, make sure that I'm uh, getting the small things done that I can just shoot back and forth. Mm. And I spend so much of my time driving. I don't need that anymore. Yeah. And I got the means to make sure that I won't have to, you know, but I've had to earn it. I've had to work for it, you know. What would you say? That's that's the first time I've ever heard that. Actually, you can go in Gary V style, man. You know, just flip on the flip on the phone and like just start talking. And you're gonna have a camera crew before the end of the year, man. Oh, man. You know, Dude, that would be. I'll tell you though, like the James Wilson show, I would watch that show, man. That would be like the most entertaining hour that of the day for me. Right on. <laughs> I tell you, man. Uh, that's the big reason why I'm thinking about doing. I've just been so focused on small stuff to build. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most of the coaching things I've done have been more in my area for years. And uh, now I feel like I would be cheating someone if I tried to coach them with the things that I'm actually doing myself. I would never want there to be an impression that, uh, you know, that I was giving them information or taking information from them that might seem like I wasn't doing the right thing. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why this year I'm really focusing on getting uh, out and coaching across um, 
mainly with the five home service companies like uh, HVAC plumbing and electrical, and uh, then also doing some uh, roofing and uh, solar stuff. But uh, man, I, I really think, and, and thank you for saying that to me about wanting to watch. I'm so inspired whenever I get to spend time with you. Man. And I mean this with all my heart, especially to anybody. I'm looking at the camera now. Listen to anybody out there that is hearing this or watching this. Josh Thomas is going to get you into a spot where he's going to change your life. You have to get in and believe in the do zone. He told me about it. He's talking to me about it. He's wanting to know what he's supposed to look at and what he's thinking about doing. And I told him, you be you and you go and you crush it because it's a killer idea. It's a winning idea. And he's going to turn every single person that follows him into this into a winner. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, James says very kind of you. And uh, yeah, one of the, one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on here just, uh, and it's an honor because uh, for, for those of you that aren't familiar uh, you know, I came up with this idea of, you know, I had a bunch of conversations and I've been working on productivity and, being as efficient as possible with my time for years. And I've talked to probably at this point, 5,000 different entrepreneurs. And I started to see these trends of, well, well, what are you actually doing with your time, if anything? And most of us aren't doing anything with it at all. You know, most of us are just messing around or we're pissing away our time. And I thought, well, well, what defines whether you're actually doing something or you just like kicking around you know, spinning your wheels. And so I, I, I put, I put that pencil to paper and I said, okay, well, I'm going to come up with a definition of what the do zone even is, you know, what does that mean to be in the do zone? Right. And so I, I come up to this uh, event, I meet James and I'm just like tossing, I'm just like word vomiting around anybody that'll listen, you know, I sound like a crazy person, but, and then I come up to James, and I'm like, yeah, man, I got this idea. It's called the do zone. And then you were, you were like, you were my first fan, man. You were the very first fan. You're like, I love it. I love it. That's awesome, man. And then uh, you should make it into this show and then the, all the things. And then we, it got into like, we were talking about hoarders yes. and like, it's just, it wanted to like, let's get a film crew, man. I'll finance the film crew. You know, it was like, you had all these gigantic ideas and, and I'm like, whoa. You know, and and it was just James. James was like fan numero uno for this <laughs> idea, and and it was because we had that conversation that that I went home and I'm like, shit, I better get to work or I'm gonna let James down. I better come up with something. I better keep working on this because James believes in me. I do, and and then that was really what it was all about. And so I wanted to make sure to bring you on. And secondly, I mean, you're a special dude. You're running kick-ass businesses. You took 2,600 bucks and turned it into $1.1 million in a year. And like, who does that, man? That's crazy. And this is, and this is your very first podcast that you've ever done. Yeah. And you're a pro. You <laughs> have so much value to bring. And, and that's really what this, this is all about. This, this podcast is about finding people that you may not have ever heard of that are out there crushing it. You said yourself, I'm crushing it every single day. Oh yeah. I want to, I want some of that secret sauce and I want to share that with as many people as I can get. And that's why you're here, man. And so let me tell you, let me ask you this. 
the last question here of the diagnostic and then we'll move on. We'll talk about some other things, but what's the number one pro tip that you would give to somebody that's looking to get more stuff in less time, like what you're doing here with your multiple businesses? Um, as far as them growing something out, however you want to answer it, man, it's open-ended. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're really wanting to get started, there's only one thing I can tell you that I wish someone would have told me this lesson a long time ago. You got to get started. That's it. You cannot do anything in life unless you take the opportunity to say, it's my time to go and do it. I do not resent or feel bad about any of the things that I've done over pretty much my professional life. Uh, I've had some good things happen. I've had some bad things happen. Uh, but it took me and all those experiences to get to a point where I can do this now. Very low-income family where education was something that was backburnered. Paying for coaching and thinking about that, oh, my gosh, that's a terrible idea. That's Never tough. do that. Yeah. That's just waste your money. Uh-huh. Somebody's getting you with this thing. Man, I learned so many more lessons because I didn't have to time, didn't think, didn't believe that somebody could help me like that. And now I had to learn all that stuff on my own over the years before I finally made the leap into getting some help and someone helping coach me and just kind of putting me on the right path. So if you're really looking for a way to jumpstart that, I would say that you need to a make the decision to go get it and B look for a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, man. And, and, and really that, a community you know we we met through that through yes. the community because we were looking for help and uh, we're both in a in a mastermind together and and just being around people that think like you and maybe think a little differently than you maybe they're moving a little bit faster than you here's the thing about when you surround yourself with people that are talking about the things you want to talk about and they're doing the things that you want to do all of a sudden your paradigm lifts up because, well, of course I can do it. Joe over there's doing it. Tim's doing it. James is doing it. I've been, I've been surrounded by people that weren't doing it. And I just believed that I couldn't do it. And now I'm surrounded by people that are doing it. And, you know, I'm looking at them and they're no better than me. They're no smarter than me. They came from the same place that I did and they're doing great. Maybe I can do this. And, and just being able to like, coming right back to your point, man, like you had to decide that now's your time because, you know, the, the, the queen of the, the queen of England, you know, Elizabeth, if she's still alive by the time this podcast comes out, you know, she is not going to walk over and, and anoint you with her sword and say, I bless you. It is now your time. You may go forth and be successful. Nobody's going to give you permission. You got to take it, man. Listen, you can't even get on a news camera. You need to be around a murder scene or a hurricane. Nobody's just going to turn you famous unless you make yourself that way. Nobody's going to put you in this position to succeed. you got to go and do it. Man, I love that analogy, too. The Queen of England's not coming out here today. It's not happening, man. Powerful stuff. Boom. Powerful stuff. Oh, there is. There will be no anointing ceremony that says you are now ready. You must just go out and take it. And you're saying that, and I'm sitting here thinking about getting touched on the shoulder with the sword and then touched on the head. And you're talking about these people that 
they're just this low mindset, man. And these, I mean, they just suck the life out of you. And you can only let them do it or not. For me, I've always been a positive guy. And I've always been able to avoid it. The biggest thing was, man, I would just let it get to me over time. It wasn't something that just happened. It would just take time and build and build and build and build. I could fight through it, do whatever. But for me, my thing would be this. I felt like I was getting that night when I made that decision to be a part of the same mastermind with you, to be a part of these things. I mean, we met there, but there's some great people. And when you're with like-minded people, I mean, you do feel like you took that knee. You got, you were knighted. You're able to stand up and look around the room. Everybody three cheers. Everybody wants you to win. Yeah. In my life, I want that every day for every person that I interact with. I want to make, man, listen, I don't care who it is. I tell everybody. When we, I think, and I, when we met, I told you this, but I know I told quite a few people this. I usually know in seven seconds if you're someone that I want to continue a conversation with or not. Mm-hmm. And if you're that person, then I've got at least 15 minutes for every person that I've come in contact with. I will give you 15 minutes. Let me help you be better. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that I'm not going to run out of 15 minute conversations at some point. It will probably happen. But until I do, if somebody needs 15 minutes for me to help them get them straightened out, let me know. I don't mind it. It's part of why I still live like we do. It's making sure that we have that ability to give and give and give. So James, if somebody's looking for that 15 minutes or that seven seconds, how can they reach you? You can reach out to me at james.wilson at ecogreenhomeservices.com. You can just uh, follow me on Facebook. You can check me out. I'm on Instagram as well. I'll tell you now, man, we're working on TikTok so much. That's that's the one. You talk about something tough. TikTok's holding me back. We're trying to learn this thing. We'll figure it out. You know, I, I spend all this time watching it now, trying to watch what trends and trends and hits and hits, and it just keeps uh, lining me up. But uh, you can check me out on TikTok soon if you guys can wait just a little bit longer. I'm going to make sure I'm on there too. You're going to be dancing? Oh, I don't mind dancing. I'll do all the trends. As long as everybody's learning something good from it, let's <laughs> That's right. Excellent. One thing I wanted to say to you is that uh, I just want to let everybody out there hear from me one time. My tagline, what I stand behind, I always say three things. This is what gets me through my days every day. It's work hard, stay humble, give always. I feel like if I'm doing those three things every single day, I'm not losing. I'm doing nothing but winning. So if I could do anything and leave the master of the do zone with one thing before I finished up the day, it's just that, man, work hard, stay humble, give always will help propel you into a better lifestyle. Words of wisdom from a champion that's crushing it every single day. We're going to wrap up from here. Thanks so much to our guest, James Wilson, uh, for joining us, sharing his wisdom. And thank you personally from the bottom of my heart for encouraging me to pursue this path of the do zone and, and take it wherever it's going to go. If it wasn't for you, I'm not sure I'd even be doing this, man. So I appreciate you. Those of you that want to connect with James, you can reach out to him on the social media, James Wilson. You can also email him directly, james.wilson at ecogreenhomeservices.com. If you're a busy entrepreneur looking to get to the next level, head over to thedozone.com for more productivity tips, tools, and strategies. You can also join our Facebook group, the same name. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do 
with yours. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? Go do something already. See you next time.